Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 13. And before we get started, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my brand new niece, Colette Reese. And she was born from my sister Jen and brother-in-law David on Saturday evening at 11.38 p.m., weighing in at 7 pounds, 1 ounce, and 20 and a half inches long. She is a happy, healthy little baby, and we couldn't be more excited. Great to have another addition to the family, and um, just glad that everybody's doing great, and uh, just wanted to uh, give that quick shout-out at the beginning here. And I also wanted to give a quick shout out to my new email subscribers from this week, Lori, Dennis, and Ian. Thank you for joining. And if you haven't yet had a chance to sign up for my email subscription, you can do so at nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. And you'll get my free PDF guide on keyword brainstorming. And that's actually going to be the topic for this session. And uh, it's all about uh, setting up an email subscription why you should do that, how you can do so for free, and some cool little tricks that uh, I found on when you set up your mailing list, how you can send out an automated email um, as part of your subscription to send out, like for instance, my PDF guide goes out automated, absolutely free, there's nothing I need to pay to do that, and uh, I'll give you some tips on how you can do that yourself. But the um, Motivation for this week's post came from Marcus in my mastermind group that I'm in. And he had a question, a couple of questions actually, on how I set up my subscription so that it can send out that automated email. And also he asked me how I set up that subscription form where you go to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. It's just a no frills. It shows my logo and um, that's the uh sign up form that I can point people to using pretty link and uh, links right to that sign up form. And I also have a little widget in the sidebar. So there's a couple of different ways you can do it, but uh, I will explain everything in this week's episode and um, go into full detail. So first off, if you follow folks like Pat Flynn, you probably know that one of his uh, biggest mistakes that he says he made when he initially got started creating his uh, website was that he did not collect email subscribers from the start. And it took him a year or two before he um, realized the importance of that. So if you're just starting out a site especially, now's a great time to get started on that. And that's something I didn't do either. And um, for whatever reason... It's, you know, there's a little bit of a barrier to entry. You have to figure out what program to use and, uh, you know, things like that technically. But uh, a lot of the times, too, even if you just submit or put a subscription form on your site and you're not really offering anything other than please subscribe here, you know, just a generic thing. These days, especially, you're not going to get a lot of subscriptions subscribers that way unless your content is you know revolutionary if something that people are looking for searching for and you just happen to be the only guy providing that awesome content you may get lucky but in most cases you're going to need to provide some sort of incentive for somebody to subscribe and I didn't notice any subscribers to my site really until I added the keyword brainstorming guide and it's just a small one to two page guide to help someone get started um, on a topic for their site, for a topic for posts, things like that. If you're running into a uh, you know mental block as far as what you want to write content-wise, that's a great way to come up with some new ideas. 
And uh, I compiled it from several other sites that I got different information from. And it's something anybody could do. Just gather information that's already publicly out there. Um, add your own spin to it. Add a couple of your own nuggets of information. And it really doesn't have to take long. It took me maybe for sure less than a week. But when I say a week, it was probably, you know, 15, 20 minutes here. And probably overall it took me maybe five hours to create the guide and put it together. And uh, that's probably a maximum. It really doesn't need to be that long, but you need to offer something. And uh, it's good to, if you know your audience, what they might be looking for. So obviously it uh, wouldn't do me a lot of good to create a guide on gardening when I know that, you know, you guys out there are interested in creating niche sites, affiliate marketing, and passive income, making money online, that type of thing. So make sure it's something that your niche would be looking for. And um, just offer that as a, an incentive to sweeten the deal and get somebody to subscribe to your list. And that will go a long way to increasing the subscribers on your site. And uh, a couple of reasons why you want, definitely want to have a list. And um, this is something that Pat ran into and other folks uh, re- more recently, actually. Pat's site, I remember, was down for almost an entire weekend or several days. And this was a year or two ago. And during that time, he had a way to notify all his subscribers, say, hey, I'm having a widespread outage on my site. My site is under attack or whatever the case was at the time. I can't remember exactly, but it was down for, I believe, several days. And he was able to keep folks um, in, keep in touch with folks and keep them up to date by sending emails, say, hey, don't fret, I'm not going anywhere, I'm working on it, you know, we hope to have it up in X number of hours or X number of days. It's a great way to instantly connect with your subscribers and let them know what's going on and keep them apprised of the situation. And uh, another reason is that uh, recently I mentioned that one of my affiliate sites was hit with a uh, what appears to be a Google Panda penalty. And... uh, If your site starts to lose rankings or lose traffic, that's another great way to stay in touch with folks if you have an email subscriber list. So, you know, a lot of folks that subscribe to your email list probably have your site bookmarked anyway, but it's always good to keep in touch and say, hey, you know, I took a hit on, you know, this particular, you know, I was ranking maybe for these particular posts or these popular posts lost traffic and hey I'm still here I'm going to work to get those rankings back so no matter what happens in Google you know you could be completely deranked for some reason if you took a you know humongous hit for some reason or you could just lose rankings and traffic but no matter what you will still own that mailing list so that's an asset that you can keep and um, it, it's something that you have full control over and you don't have to worry about uh, search engines or uh, you know other changes in algorithms affecting your interaction with customers. So that's a great asset to have, not only for the short term, but if for some reason down the road part of your plan is to sell your site or if you have niche sites that you're looking to create and then once you get traffic and um, subscribers to your site down the road, if selling your site is in the cards, then you have another additional asset and uh, that can help you market your site and get additional money for your site. And even if you don't have any plans to sell your site right now, you may change your mind down the road or you may look to expand or you know go in a different route. 
that email list is an awesome tool to have um, when you go to sell your site down the road. So that's another bonus. And it is also, and the most important way for me was to be able to connect with customers on a one-on-one basis. So I always like to poll my subscribers after a week or two and say, hey, thanks for joining the site. Um, Do you have any questions or are you looking for any answers on particular topics or do you have any suggestions on upcoming topics that you would like to see covered on the site? That's a great way to do that and reach out on a personal basis rather than just send a generic post on your site. You know, you can send a, you know, personalized message, which is what I do. I actually type the message directly and uh, ask if there's any particular questions, which I just did to my recent uh, subscribers over the last week or so on Friday. So uh, if you did get an email from me on Friday, I would appreciate any feedback you might have on the site, any questions you might have, any suggestions. It's just a great way to reach out on a one-on-one basis and uh, go that extra mile to thank those subscribers. Every subscriber is important, whether it's a subscriber potentially to your RSS feed, your email, your podcast. You know, those are folks that have gone the extra mile to stay in touch and, uh, you know, reach out and connect on a more personal basis. So they've gone out of their way, and I feel it's very important for me to go out of my way and, you know, thank them and uh, reach out. So that's another great reason to have an email list. So obviously you probably see the benefit of that. Um, It's a huge benefit. And down the road, if you have a product that you want to promote or a product that you want to sell or an affiliate product, perhaps that um, you want to reach out and uh, reach a large audience that has already shown an interest in your site, that's a great way to do so, but I would recommend definitely not doing that up front because I've subscribed to some lists even recently, and I really like the person's site. I really like the content they had to say, but what I found was that there was a couple of folks that, actually one in particular, I won't mention any names, but uh, it was a list that was constantly sending out links to affiliate products. And these were affiliate products that the person had purchased themselves. They were inexpensive, but I was literally getting spammed multiple times per week on different affiliate products. And really, they even if they may have been the best affiliate products out there, it was far too often. It was very distracting. And really, the, it was, you know, I would say 80% of the emails that I was getting were affiliate products, and then maybe 20% were personal posts that also highlighted those affiliate products. So don't do that. That is something that, especially with something early on, it's best to, you know, establish a relationship with someone, build trust, and don't constantly send out affiliate links or product promotions. And that's something I I don't think I've ever actually done directly. I've never actually promoted anything to this point. I've had my email subscriber list for well over a year. And um, in my posts or podcast episodes, I may mention products or affiliate links, but I do not, I have not directly sent out any posts that were promoting particular products. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. And I definitely at some point in the future most likely will do that if I have an affiliate product or my own product that I'm promoting. But definitely don't do that up front. Definitely build that relationship, establish that rapport with your subscribers, and uh, do not do anything to cause them to want to unsubscribe, especially early on. And uh, that's just 
you know, it's common sense to me, but I understand that a lot of folks, you know, might want to just get started trying to make that money online. And it's tempting to want to do a hard sell or promote affiliate products right off the bat. But it's definitely, I would say, something you definitely do not want to do. It's something I do not do. And uh, it's it's you'll find that it's easy to alienate customers or subscribers pretty easily. It doesn't take much to cause someone to want to unsubscribe and then they won't come back. So it's best to develop that relationship, build that rapport. And uh, over time, you know, you could sprinkle in if you find a particular product that's awesome, you think will benefit a lot of your readers. Absolutely. There's no reason not to promote that. But do so sparingly. Do not do the hard sell and definitely limit the, those types of posts. So that's all I'll say about that. But um, I will go right into some details on uh, some of the things. But there's basically a couple of different um, ways you can set up email lists. The primary two that I've, I'm familiar with are MailChimp and Aweber. Aweber. Aweber, you'll hear a lot from folks in internet marketing. I think primarily because that's a lot of uh, the heavy hitters are utilizing Aweber, but also they have a great affiliate program where you'll uh, make money on each sale right off the bat. Because it is a paid product, um, you can make those sales from Aweber, and uh, that provides an incentive for a lot of folks to promote it and promote it strongly. But uh, at the same time, obviously, when you're especially when you're just getting started, you don't want to have to incur monthly fees right off the bat, especially when there's other products that you can do so for free. They're awesome. They're comparable and um, they provide support. So for me, I went with MailChimp for a number of reasons. And at the time when I converted over to MailChimp, I was using FeedBurner. And uh, that's another free tool that you can utilize to set up a mailing list, but I would caution against doing that. That's a free product um, provided. Google owns that now, but they provide no support really. I think in the forum, Google forums you can get some support, but really it takes a long time to get any response and generally it's just from people out there that uh, have utilized it and are willing to help out folks. So the support is limited. There's no indication as to how long it's going to be out there. I'm not saying it's going to go away, but it is recommended that you would not utilize that when there's something like MailChimp out there that is so many more features and does provide full support and there's a path down the road if you would if you get to a point where your subscription list is uh, over a certain threshold you can convert right over to a paid program and it's very comparable to Aweber it looks like um i just looked up the pricing and it's absolutely free to utilize MailChimp up to 2,000 subscribers and up to 12,000 emails per month for all of your lists. So most people just starting out or even if you have a website for several years, it's going to take quite a while to get up to that 2,000 subscriber mark. So it will be absolutely free for the foreseeable future. As far as I know, it's been their free plan has been that way for several years, and there's no indication that's going to change. So that's what I went with, that so you don't have to provide a credit card or anything. You just sign up for free. And if you want to sign up, you can utilize my affiliate link. But up front, I can tell you that I'm going to get absolutely nothing from this, and neither will you initially. If you sign up for the free plan, 
basically it'll keep a record of the fact that you signed up through my affiliate link and then down the road if you do convert to a paid subscription and I also convert to a paid subscription we'll both get $30 credit in our account so that's a cool little thing but uh, like I said you'd have to have 2,000 subscribers or more or over 12,000 emails going out per month to need to pay for a subscription but also their autoresponder if autoresponders are something you're looking to get into initially that is a paid feature and you would have to have a paid subscription to utilize that and I do not yet utilize the autoresponders um, for me personally, um, I don't have the autoresponder, you know, multiple emails to go out. I just have that one welcome email, which is absolutely free to send. And for now, that's uh, working well for me. So as long as you're not utilizing autoresponders up front, it'll be absolutely free for quite a while, I would imagine. So it is a great free program. And uh, like I said, there would be um, down the road if you do sign up through my affiliate link we'll both get $30 so that would be cool if you want to do so you can go to nichesitetools.com forward slash MailChimp and uh, you can sign up for free right there and if you do I appreciate it if you don't that's fine too and um, it's just a really cool program the GUI is uh, great it's very intuitive very easy to follow and uh, it is very similar to AWeber, so I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to convince anyone to go with uh, MailChimp over AWeber. They're both excellent products. The benefit to MailChimp is that it's absolutely free, but um, as far as features, GUIs, um, autoresponders, support, everything, even down to the pricing, once you do graduate, if you do graduate to a priced uh, subscription plan for MailChimp down the road, it's basically comparable. It looks like at the lower levels that MailChimp is somewhat uh, less ex a somewhat less expensive. That's I think that's what I wanted to say. Yes, yeah, somewhat less expensive. And then uh, eventually, once you do graduate to the you know twenty five thousand subscribers or more, once you're in the big leagues, they are very comparable on a monthly basis. So all of the different plans were within a dollar of each other. So you can't go wrong if you start out with MailChimp and you convert to a paid plan down the road. The pricing at the lower level is going to be slightly less uh, slightly less expensive. And it's going to be very comparable down the road. So within a dollar uh, on a monthly basis. So you can't go wrong. And another feature that I, the, one of the main reasons, obviously it's free, it was a key factor. But there was another key factor that when I was converting my list from um, FeedBurner over to MailChimp was that you can easily do so via a CSV file. You can export your list through FeedBurner and then import with uh, MailChimp. And it is very uh, quick, painless, and a free process. And a bonus on that is that when you do so, your subscribers will be seamlessly imported with no interaction on their part. So there's no additional um, effort that they have to expend. You, they won't even know the difference. They will uh, continue to receive your emails when you have new post updates, and they will uh, know, not know that they converted over other than your email may look slightly different, and uh, it'll be coming from MailChimp instead of FeedBurner. But if you do so through AWeber and you have an existing list through um, some sort of other client and you want to import it into AWeber, 
The way they do it is that your customers would have to resubscribe. They would basically have to click something or they would have to do something in order to resubscribe to your list. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, especially if you have had subscribers out there for a while and you want to weed out some of the subscribers before you convert them over to AWeber so that you have a, a smaller number of subscribers. That's one way to weed uh, folks out that may not necessarily be active in your list. But at the same time, if somebody's been on your list for a while and maybe they don't necessarily click, but they do read your emails, they don't click over to your posts, but uh, that they do open your emails, uh, that's going to require an additional step on their part to subscribe through AWeber. So that's just one thing to note. You can add new subscribers via MailChimp manually without any interaction from them. And um, you can import lists via CSV file and uh, it requires no interaction from them. So that's just one more thing to be aware of. And uh, that's something that requires interaction from your subscribers through AWeber, but does not through MailChimp. So that's another cool feature. And um, I also, for when I utilize my list, I also have a plugin, which is a free plugin on my WordPress site called MailChimp for WordPress Lite. And uh, that allows you to uh, a number of different things but the cool feature that I use is on your comment form you can have a checkbox there for when somebody leaves a comment on your site they have the ability to subscribe to your email list right there by clicking a checkbox and it fully integrates with MailChimp and uh, that's just a cool little feature to have so they can still subscribe and you can still send them a the double opt-in where they receive an email that they have to subscribe on to eliminate bot subscriptions and spam subscriptions. So that's a great way to um, add that additional way to subscribe on your site. You can also create uh, little widgets for your sidebar. And I also have three different ways to subscribe. So I have the widget in the sidebar in the upper right-hand corner of my site where you can subscribe only providing an email address. I have the opt-in skin plugin, which is the box at the bottom of all of my posts and pages where you can see a little blue box there where you can subscribe to my site at the bottom of a post. So it's a little gooey thing, something I found a couple of years back. I found out about that through Pat Flynn, and it's been a cool plugin. I've definitely gotten subscribers through there, so it's a way to provide a you know better-looking um, opt-in box at the bottom of a post, or you can, you, you can do a lot of different things with that opt-in skin plugin if you go to my site under product reviews towards the top there um, on my menu. You can check out opt-in skin if you're interested in that. And then I also have the uh, nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe reference, um, which is the opt-in form on MailChimp. And uh, so there's a couple different ways you could subscribe. The more ways, the better. The uh, easier you make it for somebody to, sub to subscribe, the better, you'll, the more subscribers you'll get. So there's a number of different ways you can do it, but uh, that is a free plug-in MailChimp for WordPress Lite to add that checkbox on your comment form. So that's another cool little uh, tool and feature that uh, interacts directly with MailChimp and um, gets adds an additional feature on your comment form. So that's a cool little feature to have. And um, another thing that Marcus had asked me about was how to go about setting up that form on the MailChimp site. And it's, it's very easy to do, but it's not... Um, 
blatantly obvious where do you go to set that up. So I will include in the show notes for this show, which will be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 13. I will include all of the details. I have a uh, prior post that I did on how to convert from FeedBurner to MailChimp that I'll include a link to that. I will also include some details on how you go about setting up the um, subscription form on the MailChimp site. And uh, basically, really quick, if you're familiar with MailChimp, it's relatively easy to do so. You just basically log into the MailChimp site, go to your list, click on the particular list you're interested in, click on sign up forms, general forms, and you set it up right there. So it's it's somewhat difficult to find that on actually where you would go about um, setting that up, but it's really easy to do. And then once you set up your form, how you want to um, perhaps include your logo, what fields you want as far as first name, last name, email address, and um, put throw your logo on there. There's a URL right at the top of that form. And then what I'd recommend is going to your site. Um, if you utilize any link shortener, such as Pretty Link, which is the one I would recommend, it's free. You can go to Pretty Link and put a forward slash subscribe. So whatever your site is, forward slash subscribe. And then insert the link that's provided there on the MailChimp site right there at the top of that form. And um, that way you have a quick, easy reference you can always give to customers on a podcast on your site. Or if you're just talking to people in public, just say, hey, you go over to my site, forward slash subscribe, and you can uh, sign up for my email list. It's a great way to get additional subscribers. And um, it's a real easy, quick, easy way to set that up. So I will include links to that. And as well, if you want to set up so that your subscribers will automatically get new posts, when they are published, there is an RSS to email setup that uh, you can utilize. And in addition, the item that I mentioned earlier as far as a welcome email, what I did was I set up a, uh, once you subscribe to my site, I have a welcome email. And in that welcome email, it has a link to a PDF guide, which I host on my site. And it's an un- unpublished link. And basically, so that when somebody subscribes, you can have that welcome email. It'll automatically go out once they confirm their email address. And you can put anything you want in there. But uh, if you're sending out some sort of guide, you can send a link to a file that's located on your website. Also, if you wanted to instead house it at uh, MailChimp, they will for free allow you to store a file. And then when you send out that welcome email, they will include a link to that file um, there. So I don't have any experience directly with that. I do host the file on my own website, and it's been working great. So it's a way that you do not have to be there. Somebody you know that is looking for that guide will instantly receive it, so they'll get that instant gratification. So I think that's a great way to set up your list, have that initial email go out as a welcome email, and um, it's absolutely free. It's included in the uh, product. So it's a cool way to automate and achieve a high level of satisfaction from your customers and uh, keep them hopefully coming back for more. So I hope you enjoyed this episode all about uh, setting up your mailing list through MailChimp. And if you have any questions at all, uh, feel free to leave a comment in the show notes at nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 13. And I'll be glad to try to answer any questions you might have. And also MailChimp has a free support. So if you are having any questions or have any issues, you can always email their customer support and they are always friendly and uh, get back to you relatively quickly. 
And that's great to have their support available. For, it definitely shows their commitment to the product, and obviously their long-term goal would be for you to convert over to a paid subscriber. So that's a great way to provide uh, stellar support up front to uh, build that relationship. And uh, their support has been great. Every time I've asked a question, they've either told me exactly how to go about doing it or you know, given me the details as to why or why not uh, what I was trying to do wouldn't work. So it's been great. I've really enjoyed utilizing it and will continue to going forward. So I hope you uh, enjoyed this episode all about uh, setting up an email subscriber list and uh, how to do a few cool things with MailChimp. And uh, thanks for subscribing uh, via email for those who are already in the list. And thanks for checking out the podcast. And I hope you have a fantastic upcoming week.